Priya. Hi, Purva. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Oh my God, New Year, new theme. I'm liking the trend. I can't believe we're finally through to the second season or installments. Um, this is monumental because um, I think this is all thanks to our audience who've been so great, so generous and supportive of all the content we had to sp spill for them. So this is super exciting that we're starting this new year on a good note. Yeah, thank you guys. Like she said, um, it's been really cool to see all the support. Um, we're excited to keep navigating the podcast life with you. Also, a quick call out, if you're hot and bothered by how terrible my audio sounds throughout this episode, I'm sorry, I'm working on it. Um, I promise it'll get better over time. Uh, but thank you for sticking around and let's get right into it. Hello. Hi, Ria. Hi, Porva. Did we just start a pod? Yeah, dude, I think we did. So without further ado, Ria, what's our topic for month two? Drum roll, please. The month two topic is careers. Uh, we went to the poll you guys put up on Instagram. Even though, to be honest, I think people just want to know what the hell we do. <laughs> we have no idea. <laughs> um, but so careers is a perfect segue. And today we're actually going to talk about myths about your first job. Um, and the first myth that we want to address is that your first job sets the entire tone for your career. And I think that like, and Apoorva and I are both, I guess, I don't know if we'd say we're both guilty of it, or maybe it's like half and half, but there was like so much of an emphasis on like your first job, if it's the perfect job, like sets the exact career trajectory for you and we both kind of addressed it in different ways but it was definitely like a lot of like anxiety going into it yeah I mean when you're in college you know you're so influenced by your internships you're so influenced by your peers you're so influenced by like the outside world of of how things are that you're just like okay my first job I want to work at a fancy big company. And I know this is gonna be my five-year plan. I know this is what my like next three years look like. And then you step into the first job and you're just like, whoa, that's yeah. not what I wanted for myself and far from what I expected. I think also what people forget or like don't realize is your first job is also like more of like a stepping stone to learn about what the world is actually like and then figure out kind of what you wanna do. Yeah. 99% of the time, it's never the perfect job. It's more of just like literal luck. Well, it's kind of sad that no one tells you about this until you get into your first job. And when you're complaining about it to your friends or your brother or sister, because I experienced this firsthand, he's like, the reality is a purva, like your first job's going to suck anyway. And I just like would be at the other end of the conversation being like, well, why didn't you tell me that when I was going through the struggle in college? Like no one tells you this. No, I mean, I will say I think I lucked out. Yeah, dude, your first job sounded pretty cool. Like the perfect first job for a good six to seven months or like maybe even a little bit longer. Um, and Apoorva and I definitely had like very different experiences from this standpoint, but I ended up landing a role that I didn't per se like look a lot for. Um, it was an opportunity that came up as I was trying to figure out what exactly I wanted to do. And it was an incredible role at an incredible time, but 
it didn't exact, it did set the tone for my career because I learned what I loved to do. And the second it changed, I was like, no, no, <laughs> negative. What is going on? <laughs> didn't approve this change. <laughs> but like, it also taught me a lot about what I don't want to go and do yeah. versus like, it didn't necessarily though, I will say like, because my first job was perfect, it didn't exactly like set the tone for the rest of my career. What the perfect first job did was show me the happiness I had from having a job that I really liked versus having a job that I was like, oh, this is fine. This is a job. But I think, you know, we speak from experience because we've had such interesting career trajectories, right? Like I did marketing in school in college. So that was my undergrad degree, marketing and analytics. I did my internship in finance, which is just a whole different thing. I was like, all right, this is great. It's great for my resume. I'll just challenge myself a little more. Came out of it thinking, meh, not about it. Like, you know, great experience, but I know what I want to do. And Ria knows this, where I was just gunning for this one company. Like I didn't care about the job. I knew I wanted to work in brand in that one company. And I had obsessed the entire friggin' last senior year of college, trying to go after and network with the people in that company. And then I got a job in that company and get this guys, not in marketing, in supply chain, um, and I was like, okay, that's fine. This is my dream company. It's going to set the tone for my life. Everything's going to make sense. Cut to two years later, I'm back in India. I quit my job and we started a podcast. Like, I mean, I will say though, like the one thing is she put so much emphasis on the fact that her first job had to, had to, had to, had to be in this company yeah. that in, I think retrospect, her experience in this company definitely shaped who she was going to be, which is amazing. But the amount of stress from like a third point person who helped or who spoke to her through it was so much. And it was so much intensity to be like, I have to get to this point because like, that is what your goal is. Like, this is what's going to set me up to be successful here was definitely just a lot. And I think the fact that we want to keep going back to is like, your first job does set the tone for your career, but it's because it teaches you something, not because your first job will determine exactly where you go next. Yeah, and it goes to show, I guess, with our examples and our trajectory, especially the my personal trajectory, right? Like it was kind of like so much pressure on this one opportunity to be in the real world. Like that's not how things work. You know, you get a job, it's a job. And I put so much expectation on this one job and one company to set the tone for my career. I forgot that like most people's career trajectory is not linear in any way, shape or form. Like it involves a lot of like bouncing off of different companies, different opportunities until you find the right fit. So I think like Ria said, what we're trying to get at is that first myth that most kids have when they graduate college, that your first job sets the tone, lies. Negative. <laughs> All right, well, moving on to the second myth is that everything you learned in school is applicable to your first job. <laughs> we need a little sound machine. Yeah, I know. Um, I actually have a funny example about this because um, 
my brother is the star kid in this house because, you know, quintessentially he has a fancy job in a fancy company in the US and he's been working in this company for a good five years now. And then I was having a conversation with him the other day and I said, yo, like, like what, how do you land this fancy job? And then like, like did anything translate from college? Cause he did engineering in college. And he was like, you know what the trick of the trade is? Nothing ever translates from college to, to, to like the real life. You know, you, you're 99% on the job and figuring it out as you go. But to the outside world, you're like, I know my crap, but you don't. You no. just figure it out. No, I think that's so funny because, well, I have like two examples. I think once I was talking to my dad about something and I was like very frustrated about, I think this could have been during an internship, to be honest. And I was like, I don't get it. Like I'm going to college to learn all this. Like why do I have to learn all this again or something? And he was like, college doesn't teach you anything. College teaches you how to learn. And I was like, what the hell is high school for then? Thanks for that $70,000 paycheck that you pay for Drexel (laughs) um, that just went out the bank account. Literally, I was like, okay, well, but I think it also kind of like, I thought that he was full of shit when he said that to me. And then I got into the workplace and I was like, I felt so knowledgeable graduating college because I definitely did learn a lot. Like, it's not like you don't learn anything, but then you get thrown into like the workplace. And for me, it was like a specific segment of the industry that I was used to and I got thrown into it. And I was like, I don't know anything. Like I I felt- useless and the best part though was like there's another girl who started at the same time as me and she was like one day we went out and she was like dude I feel like useless and I was like we've lit I like I felt like I had to study outside of work it's kind of like that's the nature of the trade right like I mean most I was literally having coffee with a friend this morning too and she is in her first year in this job and she was like I don't get it like you know, I'm supposed to be the smart kid in school, but right now I'm just the dumb kid who doesn't understand anything. And I think that kind of like, I want to connect this to our first myth as well. Like the path isn't linear. What you learn in school and what you do in the job is completely different. Like what you learn in college is kind of like, like your dad said, you're learning a little bit of marketing, you're learning a little bit of finance, and then you get into the, the weeds of the job and you're just like, you sit and you observe people and, and try to utilize what you learned in college, but 99% of the time on the job, training is a right. thing. Did I you have that, by the way? Training? Like, the I did not. Training. Dude, I was like thrown into the water. I was like, go fend for yourself. But I mean, I learned, like, I actually learned a lot. I'm very, very thankful for my boss at that time who did that to me um, because I think he also gave me a lot of ownership, which is why I feel confident enough to do what I do today. But like, I was just like fed to the wolves. (laughs) Well, I'm actually thinking about another thing that Ria, I don't know if you went through this as well, but in college at Drexel, we had something called University 201 class, um, which is like a professional development class for graduating seniors. So the last people in their last stages in college, they go through this one class for context for most people, guys. It's like you sit down and they hone your resume. Yeah, they look at your LinkedIn. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I was just like, I think I walked in and was like, I already have a job. And they're like, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. 
yeah, she locked in on a job early on. But what I was trying to say is like, we went through that class and I thought I am good for the adult world. Like, watch out, bitches. I got a standout resume, a great LinkedIn. And then none of none of what they said was anything to do with interpersonal skills or on the job training, nothing. Everything that they made you, everything that they did was kind of like a cosmetic surgery to your resume maybe makeup on yeah and then you take the makeup off and then the real demons come out kind of (laughs) I mean I like this is a little bit off topic but like I don't know if you feel like this but every single time I like finish my resume and I do my LinkedIn and I'm like yeah I look fantastic I literally like a few days later I look at it and be like this piece of shit and then I just don't want to do it like I never, I think LinkedIn is such a resourceful tool, but I just yeah. don't use it because every single time I go to look at it, I'm like, this is stupid. You're stupid. Who do you think you are? Well, I mean, that's just kind of like everything that you see online as well is such a, we need someone with X amount of year of experience. We need someone with this and this and this skills, but then you get on the job and it's more like, who is able to adapt quicker? And that's not something college teaches you. That's something you learn from years of experience, years of making right and wrong decisions, you know? So, you know, your your first job and, and what you learn in college really doesn't translate into the workplace. That's the, that's the myth we want to bust. Yeah, I loved that. I think that was perfect. But that also kind of segues us into the next myth that we want to talk about. Um, once you graduate college and get a job, life gets so much easier. Absolutely not. Once you no. graduate college and get a job is when life starts. If I, if I had like a penny for every time Rhea and I cried over how our lives after college were, um, we would be super, super rich right now and not the broke kids that we are currently. But um, I distinctly remember this one example Ria and I met at this place called The James. Ria, do you remember this place called The James? That was so fun. Just like a quick context for anyone, because anyone in college should definitely do this. But I uh, like landed a brand ambassador role somehow the like last semester of college for this like bar slash restaurant and they had like great deals if I brought people in so like I would bring like a group in and we'd all get like a discount on the drinks like a few apps on the house or like whatever so it was like honestly one of the go-to places I think senior year I met Ria at the James one evening or for lunch or dinner or whatever that was and Ria and I were sitting across the table and like Ria had mentioned she had an offer on hand even before she graduated so it was a very joyous occasion to celebrate, obviously. But I was sitting in front of her and she was telling me, hey, like I got this fancy job and this fancy company and it requires me to move different places and work on brand campaigns. And I'm sitting there on the other side and this is natural human tendency. I love her to death, but like as a college grad, you know, without a job and you, you hear that your peers are doing really well and they've landed a job, you're sitting there thinking, holy shit, like, this is the fanciest job I could ever imagine anybody could get. And she kind of was living the dream until like, until it stopped, (laughs) basically. And then cut to a year later, Ria and I were on the phone and she was just like, this is a glamorous job. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more of like, 
what we kind of talked about at the beginning where it's like you get in and it's like all dandy and then you like get in the nuances of the job and you learn what you like and what you don't like and I pretty quickly learned that like the ways things changed I just didn't it wasn't suited for me nothing wrong with that but it wasn't my path of growth and it was there we ended up in the same place like I started off with the perfect job and she started off with not the perfect job but our end goal yeah like our end space was the exact same so it's not really about the job at the end of the day it's about what you learned through that and I think that's also one of the reasons that actually led us to wanting to start this podcast which was kind of like letting other people know that we're you're not alone when you get to that place or when you get to that point of like shit like I just don't like how this is going or I don't know if I want to be here or just uncomfortability also I think you know people always say like growth comes from being uncomfortable and I think once you're finally in your first job and you're getting uncomfortable is when you start to grow and learn more about yourself and I also want to bring up this point because with this third myth what we also want to point out and this just came into my head we've had like what until you're 2021 20, when you're in college you have the structure right like you have that of professors and resources at your disposal and all of these internship opportunities then you land your job and then you're the adult and then you think you're gonna live the life of you know for those who've seen Emily in Paris or Sex in the City and all those fancy you know or like 20 something adulthood series where you're where you think you're living in this fancy apartment drinking beers doing this and that that's not true like you start becoming an adult and you start facing adult problems like you gotta pay your bills you gotta pay rent you gotta you know figure out your life your household yeah yeah I mean you do that in college too but this is just a little different yeah it's uh, a little bit different where it's just like your everything's at your disposal now like specifically when you get your job and you get out of the shackles of college as I like to call it you kind of have to you start having this pressure of holy shit I need to figure my life out like where is my career headed you know um I have a funny story since you said that one of my really good friends here um like honestly has their shit together but I think every few weeks he tells me the dialogue dude I have to get my shit together and it's like on repeat but like I mean this person has a great job like does actually a lot better I think than they think in their position because they're like constantly receiving good feedback um and like from what I've heard other people say like very good to work with like has a like is in a good financial situation like owns a freaking house like how old is this person I'm 25. Wow. I'm living with my parents. Literally, like, it, like, has, is just, like, doing fantastic, but it's almost, like, on the clock, and I literally said this to them yesterday. I was like, dude, every few weeks, you come back and tell me, did I have to get my shit together? I have to get my life together, and it's just, like, on the reg, like, every three weeks, and as a girl, I will say, like, that goes in my mind, too, but I'm like, oh, it's because I'm PMSing. <laughs> 
but I think that's literally, I feel like this example that Ria brought about and the one that I talk, spoke about with her example at the James, it's kind of like the same thing. Every time you hear someone's story and you think, wow, like that's what life is going to look like after you graduate. Like, I want to do this. I want to buy a house and I got a great dating life. You know, my career is sorted. And then you, you listen to them and they're like, no, like nothing about this is glamorous. Like there's a whole another building to climb. It's just, you know, you get to a step up and you think about the 700 other responsibilities yeah. that start piling on you. And that's adulthood. And that's navigating careers in your adulting, baby. Like, I will also easy. say, I think a really big part of adulthood going off of what you said is always being like, shit, like, this is next. This is what I have to do. This is like, whatever. Like you don't really take the time to sit and be like, this is where I've come so far. Or like, this is what I have already achieved as an adult. I think part of being an adult is being overprepared for the next stage or like the next steps. Um, And that's kind of hard. Like I think college, like, for example, I got my first job and once I graduate or before graduation, and then I was sitting tight versus now you'd be like okay I have a job but my resume has to always be up to date my LinkedIn should be up to date in case there's anyone looking oh like I need to think about diversing my diversing my diversifying sorry my financial portfolio oh should I be looking into buying something oh something happened to my car oh do I have a dentist appointment you know your life after college isn't necessarily super glamorous your first job doesn't really make it any glamorous you know just because you land a job doesn't make it any more any less stressful if anything it's like as you grow up the corporate ladder or like personal professional ladder there's just x amount of responsibilities and priorities that mount on you so I think it's a I think it's a good way to kind of say that like it's a very normal thing you know this is this is not something that you know we're talking with any sort of experience we're just sitting here and telling you that just looking at our career trajectory and everything that we've done so far, I can attest, I'm sure Ria can too, that it's far from glamorous, but that's the fun of it. You know, you navigate through your careers, you navigate through like a non-linear trajectory, and then you'll eventually land at the spot that is right for you. Not what you think is right for you, but what is right for you. But it's a lot of trial and error. And that'll also continuously change, but that's what life's about. So I think that's also the biggest myth is like nothing stays stationary. (laughs) But with that being said, I feel like we jumped around a lot a little bit. And like I said, this wasn't meant to scare you guys, but we want to go through the three main takeaways we had, which were the three biggest myths about your first job. Um, Number one, your first job sets the tone for your career. Number two is that everything you learned in school is applicable to your first job. And the last myth we want to bust is once you get a job, life gets easier. It does not, guys. Just the beginning. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Our next episode is pretty exciting. It was a very real-time episode. So we're excited to take you guys through a stressful episode. (laughs) It is. I mean... I can't wait for you guys to ride the wave with us on this. And um, at the end of it, we're going to have a little teaser about a big decision that's been made. Um, But we're going to have some fun guests on this episode. Um, Super excited for you to meet them. 
was definitely, I think both of us can say that it's been the most exciting, inspiring chat that we've had in a really long time. And they've had such interesting career trajectories as well. So um, super excited to share all of the more content that we have brewing for you. Uh, But thanks so much. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. We'll see you next Wednesday to get you through your hump day. Bye guys.